Hello and welcome back to another edition of Turf Talk. I'm Lewis Tomlinson. Sat next to me is the big Christmassy man mountain. That is Jim Watson. How are you doing, pal? Fine, how are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Been a cracking weekend of racing as well. Altior winning the Tingle Creek as well as top action up at Aintree and over in Ireland. We'll run through all that as well as looking forward to this weekend's meeting at Cheltenham. Now Altior strikes the front. Here's the last. Altior and Anderson, who's not done with yet. Now up the hill. What can they find? What can Altior find? He strides on. Now he's getting away from Anderson up towards the line. And it's going to be 10 out of 10 over fences for Altior. I guess the place to start then, Jim, is with the Tingle Creek. Altior... I mean, he's just run out of words, really, haven't you? Uh, he is the champion of that division. He did nothing wrong barring the second fence, where he nearly went. Uh, earned a saw, gave him one hell of a race, and and cemented his place at the top of the market for the champion chase. I know you're a massive fan of him, Lewis. What what did you take of his performance? Yeah, I mean, he is just oh, he's into his fourth season now over obstacles, isn't he? and he's still not being beaten. And I, I think this was his toughest assignment by yet, fa- almost. By far, I think. I think the field, it was a quality field. All, all four of them are, are top class, a top class two mile chasers. And Undy so on soft ground, two miles is exactly what he wants. I know he's ten, but he's still quality. Uh, and yeah, he's he's put them to the sword completely as Altior. Slightly disappointed with St Calvados. Very, thought, very, very disappointing. I'd have thought this ground would have suited him right down to the ground and personally I'd have had him down certainly shorter odds than so Royale. And I, I, I'd, I'd, before, if, if I were to run through the one, two, three, four in the order I thought it would have been, I'd have had St Calvados down a second. I know he's come down third but he was never really... He was never really going, to be honest, was he? Uh, so Royal just couldn't quite quicken up on, on the, the ground. On the ground, and I do think better ground would be the key for him. Saint Calvados, I, I don't know. I imagine to Undersaw if the ground would ended up soft, which it did. Altior was the standard setter, and Undersaw was always going to be the next best for me. Although he is 10, I, I do think he's a hell of a good horse and he just keeps going and keeps going. He's not had no injuries and he's a real star that you wish ev- you could have. If oh, you yeah. ever make a racehorse, he's one of them where you think, I wish I had an Undersaw. Yeah, completely. And I, I, I love seeing... I mean, I, I'm a massive Undersaw fan. He's probably my favourite horse in training. And it is, it is just... I love seeing the development of horses... You know, the the young undersoul was a bit of a tear away, wasn't he? A little bit of a head case. Yeah, and it's a, a great um, example of Willie Mullins' training technique. He's got him perfectly now. Yeah. He, he settles... He's a matured professional. Instead of being an absolute lunatic. Yeah, and I, I, I like that. I, I, I like seeing the... Development. Yeah. And, yeah. Of, of, of a top-class racehorse. And that's what undersoul has been for the past five years. Yeah. Really. And, I mean... He's been he's, con- he's competed at the highest level and for such a long period of time, and he, des- he deserves more credit than he actually gets. I think. Uh, f- f- look, he'd probably be a. I mean, he finished second behind uh, Sprinter Sacro in the Champion Chase one year, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, and I'd, I'd assume if it wasn't for Altior, he'd have ran in the Champion Chase last season. I agree there. Which I, I assume the Ryanair route will be taken again this year, as it will be by, you know, a, a lot of the... Willie Mullins, maybe, aren't they? Yeah, a lot of the two-mile horses, who are probably slightly better over two 
there's an AR over two and a half. Mm-hmm. We'll be targeted for the Ryanair this season. Yeah. Due to the fact that they're just not going to be LTO. Correct. So the the Ryanair could end up being quite an interesting race this mm. season. I know Undersol flopped in it slightly last year behind Balco de Flo, but you've you know, you've got to have give him another massive chance. If you look at the top three in the betting as well, the other two are Willie Mullins as who are Min and, and Footpad, who were both probably better two milers. Yeah. And again, it's Altior who's scaring everyone off. And it's, it's, a, it's a scare factor, isn't it, really, yeah. of Altior. You don't, you don't really want to run against him because he is... You don't want to sort of ruin your record as, of wins, which is sad, really, because you want to see the best compete against each other. But he is just the best. There is No other horse can compare to Altior at this moment in time over two miles. Yeah, I know uh, we, we were speaking earlier, uh, weren't we, about how you were saying you could see why... You you prefer Undersol as a two miler. I do, two mile. I don't even care what ground it is. I think two miles is his bag. And you you were talking about saying, well, if if he if he was yours, you'd you'd still run him in the champion just in case anything goes wrong with Altior. Yeah, because if you look at the case, for example, with with Duvan, you, you see that he he just doesn't turn up because he'll have an injury. You never know with Altior the the. Look on Sunday, Nicky Henderson was on and he was talking about how he'd taken uh, one of his shoes off and he's caused quite a bit of damage. That that, that could be a slight niggly. It's things like that, the niggly things seem to be the most long-standing injuries, I find. And oh, I'll say, as we do, Van, something could go on during the race. You know, yeah. did, 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 did he pull a muscle do? Yeah, yeah. That's why. And I say, it was a horse who was having his fourth attempt at winning the champion chase who did him that day mm-hmm. in special tiara. So I I think you should just take the risk and go for it. And if if they turn up, you've just got to grab the bull by the horns and go. But if it doesn't, you've got to be willing to accept second place. For, for me, especially at the top level at Cheltenham, it racing is about winning. And I, f- I think Undersoul's a much more realistic winner of the Ryanair but than he's of a champion chase. As much as he is a realistic winner for the... Ryanair, Willie Mullins also has two darts that are, I'd say, more realistic chances than him. Do you reckon? I, f- I think Footpad will go for the champion chase. Uh, I, I, I do, but I also think that Footpad could be dangerous over the Ryanair distance, and Min probably needs that distance now. Altior, if he was to turn up in the King George, would he be favourite? No, he wouldn't be, I don't think. I don't, I don't, I don't what, think... What do you make about him? Because I, I know there's always been talk of saying Altior, you know, could get further and I know Nicky's mentioned this week that... It's a definite no-no. But I, I I think we're best just looking at him over two miles where he's going to excel. I, I don't understand the need to see him run over three miles because we see him win all, over two miles on Saturday and it still will give me the same feel of, as in winning the King George. But if it's not a wide... If it is, a, as it looks this year, a wide-open King George, if he was yours, would you not want to have a go? It's uh, Barring out anything outside of Cheltenham, the King George is the most prestigious would race I of like the season. Would I like to lose my unbeaten record for a run over three miles, which could possibly be inadequate for the horse? No, I'd rather keep the string of ones. I'll take your point. I take your point. I, I completely. Uh, we'll move on now to the novice chase, and I owe Mister Watson an apology. 
a massive apology for ever, ever doubting Dynamite Dollars. Dynamite Dollars. Dynamite Dollars. He's not Dynamite Donkey anymore. He's not. I've been banging on about this horse. Eye catcher of the week in one of the earlier weeks of these episodes, and he beat the law. Yeah, it was a it was a strange. Right? I say cracking, cracking ride from Dylan Robinson on the second or newer. Mm-hmm. You attacked and gave everything to be fair as well. Just fair play to Henry to for Henry de Bromhead to bring in a night a horse over from Ireland. Just for got this. tired in the last couple furlongs and he jumped the last perfectly, but just didn't quite get home in the end. Dynamite Dollars jumped well, always perfectly in touch, just behind the front two and. Stayed on well. I, I think Dynamite Dollars is interesting up in distance. Two yeah. mile, two mile four. I think could probably see the best of him. Although he has already won a Grade One, it, there could still be a lot more to come over a bigger distance. Yeah, that's entirely what I'd make of him because I, 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 I see him if he's going to run a race at Cheltenham Festival, it'll be the JLT rather than yeah. The I, I, I think so because I think he, he wants further. He wants time. further. He doesn't quite have the pace. It, although he did win around a sharp track like Sandown over two miles, or well, one mile seven and a half, he's. I, I still think further would be his bag later on. Lalor, I think, just got beat by the ground. I do think the market have been quite drastic in yeah, drifting him very up to ten to one. I mean, I mean, look, I, I, I guess three months in advance, we don't know what the weather is going to be like. And surely, three points of that ten to one come on the on the chance that. It'll be rainy at Cheltenham. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know Kayleigh Woolcott said he'll be electric back on fast ground. He was done by the ground today. Uh, I, I can understand that point and I can completely forgive Lil all that run. But what it is, is it's completely made the novice chasing division wide open. Yeah, because we all thought Lil was a star after that winning the novice chase at Cheltenham, which deserved, quite deservedly, Needed to be a strong contender. Well, I, I say that the form stacked up because Steffi de Soy's got his act together. Yeah, won, won a good race at Exeter on Friday. Top of the game and uh, Black Op. So I, I, I do, yeah. I do think it is wide open and they are novices and they don't, they're not experienced. But this division this season seems to be the most interesting novice division in years. Yeah, I agree completely. Like. I say, well, while we just mentioned top of the game, what an absolutely extraordinary race he ran! He's I don't ran a cracking race if, there, hasn't he? If no one saw it, he he basically refused to race, and the rest of the field were basically at the first fence by the time he set off. He he set off twenty five lengths he gave him, and he's finished beaten two or three lengths by you know a Grade One winning hurdler in mm-hmm. Defi Desai. You know, he finished second in the Coral Cup as a hurdler last season, the top of the game, and he looks like a very, very high-class chasing prospect. Black Op was fairly disappointing, I thought. Messy jumping. uh, I I think Tom George's horses haven't really jumped well so far. Look at Somerville boy. Uh, It's nothing against him, but maybe his horses aren't just ready first time out. Maybe they just need the second run, and then best keep your eye on Black Op, because I I do think there's a lot of potential to come from him. Yeah, because I know... Kalashnikov's in two outright favouritism now for the art. Eleven to four is far too short. Yeah, that's kind of what I feel, and I don't. I, I I sound like I know I talk about Kalashnikov like I don't rate him, which is wrong. I do, and if the article came up on heavy ground, I'd be all over him. Mm-hmm. But to me, it just seems like a horse who will end up wanting three miles. I, I do, and think there are nippier horses. The end game is the Cheltenham Gold Cup for Kalashnikov. I think. I think they're just taking it steadily, steadily, which is the correct thing to do. But 
Yeah, I, I, there is a quicker horses out there over two miles that could probably yeah. get him beat at Cheltenham. Because I know the one I like for the Arkle is a horse we've not we've not mentioned yet this year because he's only won one chase and that was at midweek in a race in Ireland. But it's Mengli Khan, Mengli Khan, who really impressed me on his uh, novice chasing debut. Uh, I know I say you were saying he doesn't have the outright profile for a top class two mile chase and I feel like uh, he, he having running the racing yeah, post trophy so he's the a racing like post trophy as a two year old <laughs> but, but he's got a lot of size and scope to jump at fence and I, I am a really really big fan of Mengli Khan as well yeah and I say Get a Bird also made his chasing debut at the weekend I, I was faultless re- really faultless Ruby gave him a peach of a ride uh, I do think Get a Bird as much as he was a talking horse last year in the Supreme he has turned out to be unreal. Well, yeah, I I, I, I really like Get a Bird, but I, I, I want to see him do it on a big day. You know, I mean, I'm just not sure. F- it was so in and out towards the back end of last season. Does uh, him going left handed worry you about Get a Bird? Possibly, yeah, that would be in the back of my mind. Uh, I think that would be in the back of my mind as well. Uh, Shall we move on to entry now? And start obviously with the Beecher Chase. And the winner walking the mill is us. Me and you both have quite a lot of nice things to say about Jim. We, we are a big fan of this horse, and although I didn't back him, and although I didn't really give him a chance in this race, he has got decent form the last couple of runs. David Cross put a video on Twitter after the race of James Best after the line, and it showed how much it meant to win a prestigious race over these fences and that's what I enjoy about the sport is that seeing the passion that the jockeys put into the horses and how much it pride it feels fills them to win a race like this yeah I, I say I, I like walking the mill in terms of him being just a very uncomplicated straightforward nice horse to you know I, I assume if he were in your yard You'd, you'd enjoy him being there. He's, he's very He'd uncomplicated. He'd take you to the big meetings, wouldn't he? Yeah, and, but I didn't think he was this good, to be fair. I'm sti- I, he won this off a mark of 137, which is workable. I'll definitely get into the national off the back of definitely this. Definitely after I know that win. He creeped into it last year and ended up going lame on the day. And he's unexposed as a stale. Especially over these distances, because he's never really run over further than three miles. Well, this is... This, this is the beach. A trip was the furthest he's ever been, and he saw it out well. And I, I think he he could have a lot more to go. Now he's had that practice round there. You could call it practice, but yeah, I'm a massive fan of walking the mill. But a horse that you're a big fan of is Verley on Rouge. Now he ran a decent sort of race. Yeah, I I I thought Verley on Rouge. I say I tipped him up on it last week. I, I think a race like the beach just suits him down to the ground. I know David Pipe wants to go for a fourth crack at the Grand National with him. Uh, he is only nine as well. Yeah, he's been around a long time. He's, he's you know, he's, he started quite young and he went chasing. He ran in the National as a novice, didn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, so he's, he's, be, he's been around for a while. He's a lot younger than you probably would first think. I mean, the, the bare facts is Villain Rouge hasn't stayed in three Grand Nationals. The only thing is, is that the older he yeah. gets, he must stay a bit yeah. further. Yeah, the, the case is that in his older age, he's now a bit slower and can now see the trip out better. Uh, he wouldn't be for me, but 
in terms of grand national prospect, but a very adequate performance from him and look at a say race like a race like the Beecher. He suits him right down to the ground. Third home, ultra gold, just loves it round Daytree, doesn't he? He just loves the entry fences and will probably go for his three timer. I'd I'd stick to go for the three Toppums. Toppums in a row. I'm not sure the Grand National distance would suit him. I, I don't think he stays that well. And I'd rather go for the three. Yeah, as you said, but another could be another Grand National contender there for Colley Tizad, who's already got elegant escape and size in Tennessee. I'm probably with you, James, in terms of it, it's it's probably better to win three Toppums than win two Toppums and get pulled up in the Grand National. Yeah. I don't quite think Ultra Old stays very well. Call it magic and missed approach. Ran really good races to say that they took each other on. Not long, well, missed approach, missed the start, and then soon come flying from the back with a ride under Sam Whaley Cohen and then they led the majority of the race until the fourth last and I, I think you could mark call it magic up for that. The same colours and training performance that had the big gamble in last year's Grand National. Bad as eel. And yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Mr. Proach and I I do think that he'll come on for this run. The race didn't quite suit him and if he gets his own way in front he's very Dangerous. I mean, uh, I, I'm rather as well. Black Lion. Uh, where do you go with him now? I'm not quite sure. Uh, do, do you try and name him at a race at Cheltenham? Do you? I mean, uh, or I, is his Grand National? It's got I, to be the Grand National again, hasn't it? But you're looking and you think has his window of opportunity. I think it's gone, gone now, which is the sad thing because he's such a lovely horse. Yeah. I've loved Black Lion for season. RSA win. Proper trier, isn't it? Proper, put your net, head on the line and try to the line. He didn't jump as well as what he normally does around the national fences last weekend. and It's sad, really, but I don't know what to do with Black Lion. Yeah, he's, he's one who's kind of... I mean, his plans are surely up in the air for the Twist and Davises and... I'll just give a quick mention to one of Twist and Davies's horses as well, which is Bally Optic, who I'm sure I will be backing for the Grand National, even though the fact he clearly still can't jump for Toffee. <laughs> he's just worth the gamble. He's an absolute nutcase, isn't he? But I don't ever think he's a nutcase. I just think he's he's such a sloppy jumper sometimes. And he didn't get away with it at the weekend, coming down, down the back straight. But in terms of bare Grand National prospects, teach Bally Optic to jump... And you've got the winner mm-hmm. of the Grand National, I think. He's got potential. He stays so well. And he's, I say, he's a great run winning novice hurdler, isn't he? Yeah. When he won the Sefton. Yeah, uh, staying over the Grand National fences, Warriors Tail won the Grand Sefton. Uh, just a really nice performance from a horse who went well for a long way in the National last season before not getting home. Very impressive. You could see him having the later target of the top and... Uh, he's got the right colours, he's got the right trainer. I, I can't see why he couldn't go close later on in the season. Yeah, completely. That was off a mark of 147. You'd assume a mark in the low 150s shouldn't be enough to stop Warriors' tail. I'd, I, I'm, I'm a fan of him. As you say, it was pulled up in the Grand National last season, but as it was about as good as a pulled-up run can be, really, because yeah. he was done by the stamina it was just rather stamina, than anything yeah. else. He's, he's more at home over... You know, this this trip almost, well, a mile and a half shorter, more than a mile and a half shorter than the Grand National. And a very convincing effort from Warrior's Tail. A horse that caught my eye and jumped horrendously was Kilcray Avail. Did not jump a single fence, did not look like enjoyed it whatsoever, but still rallied to finish third and ran a cracking race, I think. 
Yeah, yeah, nice one out. I know me and Jim both tipped up. Captain Redbeard, who finished seventh. We knew it would be one from the Grand National, Jim. We just went for the wrong one. We just had the wrong one, but sometimes that happens, doesn't it? Sometimes that happens, yeah. And whilst we'll stay with Aintree, definitely ready. Second grade two of the season, fourth grade two win of his career. Just a mad, solid horse at this level. He is, he is the standard setter of grade two level over three miles. Uh, I think the targets later on in the season is the Grand National. Uh, Gold Cup first. Gold Cup, then National. Yeah, I, I mean, if he runs in the National, he'll be near enough to top weight, what we Probably top weight. Him or Tiger Roll, you'd, you'd probably think. Uh, one for Arthur was the eagerly anticipation of the return of one for Arthur, and he fell at the third, so... That's sad, really, but at least he's had a day out and nice to see him in the flesh. Yeah, he's going for the Roland Merrick next on Boxing Day. Uh, I definitely read sixth in last year's Gold Cup. Two grade two wins this season. How far off the very best Novi uh, three-mile chasers do you think definitely red is? Well, I, I, again, James Watson's book of horrendous reasons why I don't like certain horses... It's, I, I just I'm not a fan of definitely red. Maybe it's his ploddy style and from the front he jumps perfectly fine. He's, he's not in my notebook for any Gold Cup or Grand National credential. Do you not think, especially with the Gold Cup picture looking so up in the air, you know, might be disappointing. Bristol Demise never performed at Cheltenham before. Uh, Bristol Demise never replicated his Haydock form at Cheltenham before. Uh, I guess it's hard to pick a hole in Native River and we've not seen presenting per se or Bells Hill out this season. I mean, I don't think he's too much... He's a, he's a, he's a very similar sort of horse to Native River. He's definitely red. He's, he's, not the attractive, he's not attractive horse as in he's got a flashy profile. No. He's sort of come through the ranks and now he's found his way and he's rightly in the correct level. But that's what... I think the winner of the Cheltenham Gold Cup this year will be a horse like that. It'll be a Native River representing Percy rather than a more flashy, you know, might bite or thistle crack. It's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a slogger's race this season, as it was last year, really. And is is back back on the fringes of my thoughts. Surely, is I know he's going to go straight there now. That's the last we see him. And, Until and Cheltenham. Brian Ellison said he didn't quite enjoy the ground as much and I always thought he had a perfectly good time on soft ground I thought soft ground would suit him but obviously on better ground he'd be better and he was just ridden cosily and won comfortably by four and a half lengths Yeah, really, no matter what happens though, really going forward in his career he's, he's been a cracking horse for the Ellisons as Definitely red and great to see, but great to see one for half a back as well, to be honest, even though it didn't go to plan. Uh, over in Ireland, the grade one John Durkin was won by Min. What did you make of the race, Jim? Thought it was a bit of a strange It strange was odd, they were me. all in a pack, weren't they? And then they just almost sprinted for home. Well, I wouldn't say sprinted, which could have suited Min a little bit more because Min is slightly better down in distance, I think. Uh, Chattered Love just let. Uh, didn't want to let Ruby Walsh in, Jack Kennedy. And, I, yeah, I really like this race. I thought it was a good performance by Min, and I think this form of this race could come out to be stronger in the weeks to come. Yeah, Min winning from Shattered Love and Balco de Flow. Back in third. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is the sort of race. Yeah, this is Min's. I'd have been disappointed 
If men hadn't won. Yeah, if men hadn't have won this. Fair dues. If I was if I was really Mullins. You're looking at the horses in it. No disrespect, Balco de Flo, who is a Ryanair winner. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the weaker grade ones at Cheltenham. Yeah. Shattered Love definitely looked like she wanted a gold cup distance. Yeah. She looked she looked I wouldn't say slow, but looked like needed three miles or further. Yeah. What well, I mean, what what you've got here in Shattered Love and Balco de Flo are grade one performers, don't get me wrong, but they're the bottom half of the grade one performers. Yeah, I agree there. You know what I mean? They're in the Premier League mm-hmm. of of racing, but they're Brighton and Palace. Yeah. Rather than yeah, you Man know, United. Chelsea. Well, yeah. Man United, well, I won't be saying that as a good thing, Jim, to be fair. <laughs> no. uh, the thing we mean is probably about an Everton at the minute. Yeah. Just, just on the fringes, and he needs to be. He needs to be winning races like this. He should be winning races like this. And it was a, f- well, say you can't knock what he did at the weekend. To be fair, and glad to see him back. Glad to see him back as well. Yeah. Although um, it has to be the Ryanair. Yeah, it has to be for the it's Ryanair. Not he's not going to beat Altior. He's had two goals at Annie, and he's going to have to go for a further distance. Yeah. In the same colours that won a later on in the meeting was Getterbird, which was the supreme hype horse for last season. We just briefly touched on him earlier on, and he jumped really well, didn't he? Yeah, nice performance as well from Getterbird. Uh, I think that's it. I think we've rounded everything up. Oh, no, wait, no, Charbel. We need to talk about Charbel. Oh, of course we do. Charbel uh, won the Grade 2 Peter Bri- what is registered as the Peterborough Stakes at Huntingdon and won very, very impressively, I thought. Uh, the Backs the form up of Baron Alco, having beaten him by a head earlier in the season at Chepstow and beat God's Own and T for 2, which last last season T for 2 ran... Some cracking sort of races, and so did God, and God's own come won out. Won the Holden Gold Cup. I, I, I think this was a cracking performance and winning comfortably. What, what, where would your next target be for Charbel? Ryanair. Right, an- another Ryanair. This Ryanair is hot. It's gonna, well, it's going to have to be. It's going to be have to be. Cause if I was, I say, if I was Kim Baylor, or if I was any trainer, and I had a horse who was a good, a two. good two miler, and. Uh, Maybe five percent not as good over two four. I'd still go for the Ryanair. Yeah. Just because it's a more winnable, winnable race. I, I'm a big. F- I say I was a massive fan of Charbel last season, and I thought he has given Altior more to worry about than any other horse mm-hmm. in his career. Would he have beat him that day? No, he wouldn't have done. But he had Altior in a spot above her, which is as close to Altior's come as getting beaten really in his in his life. I had a, f- a bit of a flat year last year, Charbel, to be fair. I I, f- I thought he was going to come out and establish himself as a top, top, top horse, and it d- didn't quite happen for him last season. But glad to see him back on track and winning one of grade two there. Uh, beat Baron Alco, who's gone on to win the better victor time prior to that. Really nice performance from him. Uh, Bags Groove as well. I know you want to talk about him, James. You, you, we're both a massive fan of this horse. He jumped for fun out in front and, and went clear and comfortably won. Uh, the, I think the form of this race is fairly decent as well because Thomas Campbell, uh, Red Rising and Bastion took my eye in fourth. I, I, I do think that Bags Groove, uh, I'll have to go to the Boxing Day Novice Chase now and he'll have to have a serious chance. Six to four was an absolute steal on him, I think. Yeah, yeah, cracking shout there. And also, I know you want to give a mention as well to the winner of the Novice Hurdle, which was brewing up a storm. It's just a, a brief Murphy. look because we're... 
I'm probably going to touch on him on eye catcher of the week. But I was very impressed with him, and I, I do think the the form of that race is fairly decent, and he should improve for his second. Now he's, he'll have his second second start over hurdles. Yeah, right. I think that's it. Definitely wrapped up this time. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Let's not forget. Let's. Sorry to Huntingdon for almost forgetting about you. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk, start with this weekend's action then, and we'll start with the Friday, with the big handicap chase. Right, we'll move on now to the, what's it called now? The C.F. Roberts 25 Years of Sponsorship Handicap Chase. I mean, it's not been 25 years, has it? Because I'm sure it had a different name last season. <laughs> it doesn't quite roll off the tongue, does no, it? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, Warren Greatrex's pair head the field, and I, I do think these are the two that will take all the beating, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, the betting is 6-1 to one for Yeta Territory, and Jamie Masters also 6-1 to one Rock with Casbah, and you can get single farm payment. Sixes as well. Sevens, Coostar, Civilla. Eights, Carol, Robin Turf. Tens, Cogri and Doing Fine. El Bandit. Impulsive Star, Samangan. And Twelves, a remainder. Uh, Jim, I know we'll start with Fiat Territory because she's a horse you quite like for the beacher. Yeah, I, I really... I, I made quite a strong case last week. Uh, I mean, just being beaten by Ibis Dura last time out and I do think she's still fairly unexposed in the handicap although she does have a lot of strings of twos and threes next to her name she's got very strong form uh, and Sam Willie Cohen gets on really well with her and I do think she should take all the beating what's your opinion in this race Lewis? Yeah I like Fiat Territory as well going forward uh, Warren Greatex's other one is Jamie Masters uh, only had free career chase starts two of them came at the back end of the uh, 16-17 season which were in a maiden hunter chasers in Ireland uh, when he was trained by Ted Walsh uh, look the form last time out second behind Count Maribel Maribel's come out and yeah, impressively yeah that's, that, that's where the curve from him is having to be made uh, second on his first chase start for Warren Greatrex last month behind Count Maribel who's since come out and won that good race at the open meeting off a mark of 136 in his first open handicap could be interesting. Uh, I quite like Robin Swerf, the winner of this race last year, who was going the right way last season. I know I don't like backing horses after layoffs, but look, he was, he was done in heavy ground by Chase's spud at, up at Haydock pri what? prior to winning that, and that was, I say, a swamp, and Chase's spud basically is Shrek. He loves swamps that much. <laughs> and prior to that as well, fourth behind Colgri in a similar race, it's a sort of profile that's going the right way, and Say anything, Collard, Colin Tiz, Collard, Tizard, Collard, Tizin, Colin Tizard's running at the minute. <laughs> seems to be going well. Female uh, chases seem to be his bag. Yeah, the, the ones who come out of the very similar race last month for Rock the Casbah, the winner, a single fan payment was fourth and Cogri was sixth. I just think Rock the Casbah's a little bit high in the handicap now for this and I think might struggle. Yeah, it'd be a big performance to win this off 1 5 3. Single so, farm payment. Surely, one, one day, one must win a race like this. <laughs> one day, but it's just choosing when. This looks a good opportunity, though. There's not as many 
progressive types coming through this as, as there are I'm, not, I'm really not sure I, I, I think the final verdict Theatre Territory and Jamming Masters forecast oh, do you not give a chance to Coostar Civilo Cheltenham Festival winner no the, 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 the run last time behind Elegant Escape was perfectly acceptable but I, I don't know Coostar Civilo still only six and could still have a lot of improvement over fences but not for me in this yeah, I, I'm probably going to go with Robinsworth, the winner for me. I, I, I think he was going the right way last season, and well, I say he, he won this last last year. Not, uh, not very much you can knock him for really. But Theatre Territory gets a high mention from me as well. Really nice mare. We'll go straight on to the Saturday then, and the big race is the Caspian Caviar Gold Cup. Quite an interesting one this. Yeah, and they bet with Betway rather be five to two favourite fives Baron Alco fifteen to two Frodon, then War Sound at eights, tens for Guitar Pete and Mr. Medic, eleven full glass, twelve catamaran de soy, fourteens Foxtail Hill, and there are quite a few interesting outsiders as well, like Casablanca Mix, Cobra de Mai, Remainder Sanam, Splash of Gingers involved as well at, at a big price. Uh, it, it's an interesting race, this James. What's your take on it? Uh, Baron Alco is the standard setter. I tipped him up to win the uh, Bet Victor Gold Cup earlier this season. Baron Alco and Froden are the, are the top two who dominated that race, and I think they could dominate this race again. Rather, B was in the process of running a really nice race when getting brought down. I do think the market has got this roughly right, but I do think Ratherby's far too short to be backing at 5-2, to two, and Baron Alco and Froden have been at the top of my list. Yeah, I'm the same. Oh, Froden, now up to a mark of 164. If he wins this, that's a grade 1 level performance. Yeah, thoroughly agreed. If he wins this, close second behind Baron Alco last time, and I think he's a cracking, cracking horse. He's only, still only 6 uh, he's twenty to one for the Ryanair, isn't he, Frodon? Yeah. So if if he wins, I might this be having an each way bet on that anti-post because he'll be. Sh- I mean, he'll have in price if he wins this. He loves Cheltenham as well, and I, I think the track suits him. Uh, Fifteen to two could be a decent each way price. I couldn't see him finishing outside the first four. Yeah, I mean, and there's few things I don't think anyone could enjoy more as a racing fan than watching a, a weight-carrying performance in a big Saturday handicap. And, okay, Frodon wins this, giving £12 to the second one, which is Baron Alco, and he'll be giving £20 to more than half the field. Yeah. Absolutely a legend of a horse he is, and I hope he runs brilliantly. Baron Alco, again, mega impressed with him last time in the Paddy Power. Still very, very much unexposed. And the horse going the right way, and he should be one of the ones as well. The Moor team should be thinking really we want to be winning open graded races with Baron Alco yeah. and this it should be a step on the path to that if he continues to improve the way he has been doing Guitar Pete was back third that day so if, if he runs any sort of race similar to last time then he must be there or thereabouts as well and did he not win this last season? he did do and I think you backed him didn't you? yeah I did yeah I, I, I like I say I like Guitar Pete and this is the sort of race he, he turns up and runs quite well in Quite all the time. Uh, rather be at the top of the market there. Again, the price is short, but it's short for a reason. A head second behind Mr Whitaker at the Cheltenham Festival and was going well when coming down in the absolute carnage. That was a bet, Victor. <laughs> uh, has to have a chance. What do you make of wall sound, James, for Philip Hobbs? I am qu- I'm quite a big fan of this. He took my eye last time out, winning very comfortably at, at Aintree, and it 
was a fairly weak sort of race and although Warrior's tail was behind he would need to imp uh, improve quite a bit for the run I, I think good ground is the key to him as well he's got a lot of He's got a lot of good form on good ground and he has been running on good to soft towards the end of last season and if the ground comes up good, I, I could see him having a decent chance here. He, I'd quite like him to be a bigger price. I do think 8-1 is fairly short. but Yeah, I know we were both talking about war sound earlier and, and you made the point that he'd been beaten by quite a few decent Horses in small field, novice races last season, you know, behind rather be at Toaster, he's been beaten by Brainpower, beaten by a uh, second behind, well, second behind Brainpower, fourth behind Mr. Whitaker in that race on Trials Day. I, I, I'm not quite as keen on that because you look at, he's also been beaten at Wincanton by Seawall. He's a Wincanton specialist. And then at, I know, but, and then at Utoxeter by Balearfa, and I don't think either of them are world beaters or I, anywhere near this I level. I can see where you're coming from, but. His run last time out was very impressive and he could still improve. Yeah, not for me. I, I, I quite like Catamaran de Soy. He came down, didn't he, during last week? Du during the Grand Sefton. Yeah, but he was moving the right way before that two wins, including quite impressively at Weatherby on his seasonal reappearance, only six for Dr Richard Newland. Uh, Mr Medical others won three of his past four, including a race at Ascot last time out. He, sure, he surely has an each-way squeak. Surely has a decent each-way chance. He, he won well last time out. He's got bits of form here and there. And, yeah, he, he, he's he got a rating of 143, which I think flatters him slightly. I, yeah. I think he's slightly high and may need to come down a bit in the weights. I don't think he's at this top standard of Caspian Caviar Gold Cup But that's material. the interesting thing, because I think quite a lot of these have form that's not quite there at the main meetings, Catamaran the Soy included. Same with War Sound, same with Mr Medic, whose race, whose wins have been coming kind of on Fridays and Sundays, mm -hmm. rather than the big sat the big Saturday races. Uh, full Glass you know, only had two starts in Britain, uh, and he's only completed one of them, but if his, his first start for Alan King was uh, third in that listed race at Upper Air, on the day before the Scottish National which was perfectly acceptable yeah. form and then unseated fairly earlier on uh, at Haydock I'm I'm not sure of this I'd rather watch Full Glass run than see how he performs he's only a five year old jumping over fences so a lot more could still come but I'm unsure at the minute I'd, I'll just keep my eye on Full Glass Should we name our selections then James? For me I'm sticking for Baron Alco <laughs> I'm going to go I'm I'm gonna go Baron Alco as well, but I won't. F I think Frodon and Baron Alco will be the first two. I don't care in what order. So we're having a repeat of the Bet Victor. Yeah. In fact, no. I'll I'll, I'll say. Well, my head says Frodon to beat Bar uh, Baron Alco to beat Frodon. My heart says Frodon to beat Baron Alco. Uh, I, I think those two are the clear standard setters, though. I do think they are the standard setters. The Unibet International Hurdle is later on in the card. The Bueller. Let's call it his fucking. I'll call it his proper name. It's another thing that winds me up. When Boyle Sports took it over, they said, "Let's rename it to the International." Why there's only horses from, if international means Welsh, English, and one from Ireland. Rant over. Well, how's it international? When's you ever seen a Japanese horse here? The new one uh, has been reports this week. If he runs a flat race, that he won't ever run again. This could be his retirement. 
do. Yeah. He's been a cracking sort of horse, hasn't he? Yeah, brilliant. Close second in this last season as well behind uh, the great and the recently retired as well, my tent or yours. What a cracking animal he was as well. There's been some generation of champion hurdlers, haven't there? Yeah, f- uh, gr- uh, uh, and I think really the new one is the last of the old guard of two-mile hurdlers. I mean, no pun intended on old guard who's also involved in this. <laughs> <laughs> but I... I, I I, I can't see him winning this. It's certainly not for me. There's a horse at the bottom of the weights that has taken my eye, and it's Lorena. I, I do think if she turns up, she'll be a very short price. Yeah. But she could be the unknown part in the champion hurdle field. Yes, I mean, she could literally be anything. It's hard to gather the form of mares races compared, you know, to open open company, but... A winner at the Cheltenham Festival last season and then at Fairy House in Grade 1 Novice Company. Stepping into open company for the first time, taking on the boys. And she probably will be favourite Yeah, if she runs. She's been that impressive. We have a dream and call me Lord are in, both in for the Maneer and Suede. The call me Lord going left-handed could be the issue for him. Yeah, 100%. Is All his form's going right-handed. We have a dream. It's been fairly disappointing, I think. Yeah, I think the bubble's slightly been burst with him. Uh, Silver Streak ran a cracking sort of race in the Greatwood last time out. Uh, worth a crack at this level. worth a crack, and he's slowly come under the radar a bit, and he won the Swinton, and yeah, possi- possibly could be each way value, but Evan Williams said he knows he's not got a champion hurdle type in Silver Streak. Uh, Vizzy on the flow... Didn't run too badly last time, was it the race? Third in the fight in fifth be- be- last time behind Sam Crow and Bouverdere. I mean, look, I was going to say that there's nothing of that level in this. Lorena could be. Yeah. But that entitles him to be involved, certainly. As with Somerville Boy, who's entered here as well, who ho- surely will be better than he was at Newcastle. Yeah, they, they, they both didn't run in any f- sort of race last time. Uh, Vision de Flo's an odd sort of horse because they started novice chasing, didn't they? And now they've reverted back to see if, seeing if he's a champion hurdle type. Um, I'm I'm not sure. Somerville Boy, I, I was very keen on Somerville Boy in the fight in fifth, but now has had his form slightly not finishing fourth in, in the fight in fifth. I, I needs to jump better. Needs to learn to jump better. And if he does, he, he'd have to have a chance, but I'm not sure he'd run. I mean, barring Laurie now, the one probably with the strongest overall profile, and this is Old Guard. Third in the Great Wood off top weight, which is a cracking performance. Like, like I've been saying, I love, I love weight carrying performances. And then second behind, if the cap fits in that grade two at Ascot last time. He's just very hard to knock. I think he's ran well in this race before, hasn't he? Yeah, he was fifth in it last year. That performance, I, 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 he doesn't have a flashy profile, does he? I know he's seven and I feel like he's been around for years, but I can't see him in the first three. I'm the opposite. I think it's hard to see him out of the first three. <sighs> That's a big statement. Does Lorena win this for you? Easily, doing handstands. I'm going to go old guard. Old guard to win this? Yeah. He must be mental. Old guard to win this. I mean, on ratings, he's up Old there. guard is rated more than Lorena, but... And he'll have to give away. But he'll have to give away, and also, she's only five, and she could still improve. She could be anything. I think Lorena wins this 
doing absolute handstands. I think the world of Lauren and will be very difficult to beat if she turns up. We'd love that though. We'd love that a, a little bit of a, a new enemy for Bouverdere. Would you say there's also a graded a uh, novice hurdle over three miles as well? The Albert Partlet. They back for that do. Uh, they bet for that do pretender. Nine to four favourite. Five to two. Aye aye Charlie then. Six is Danny Wisbang, same with Supremely Lucky. Eight's Rock Point and champ, uh, nine Champagne Court. Twelve's Bar then. What do you make of this, James? It's a bit of a weak grade two, I think. Aye aye Charlie. Aye aye Charlie cannot be winning this race. He's a bit frustrating, aye aye Charlie. He got turned over at very short odds at Aintree uh, first time out this season. Uh, I don't have a real strong opinion in this. Something like Danny Wisbang is slightly unexposed only had one run uh, in England I'd probably take a risk with Danny Wisbang although Champagne caught last time out Jeremy Scott was full of praise after the race uh, when winning at Lingfield and the form of that race isn't bad and I do think that Champagne caught 9-1 to one could be decent each way value but apart, I don't really have a strong opinion yeah I'd probably be the same I'm probably Danny Wisbang's probably the one for me as well if I were to have a bet. Uh, is that it for this weekend's racing action that we would look forward I'm to? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Right, we've just got time now to fit in our eye-catcher of the week. Coming to the final flight here, and measures it well. Brecon Hill in second, Flash the Steel can do no more. Winston C will press for third, but brewing up a storm on his hurdling debut for Ollie Murphy and owner Barbara Hester records a stylish success. Yeah, for me, brewing up a storm won very impressively at Huntingdon. Uh, readily beat the field and was pushed out over the last. I I think the form of that race is fairly strong as well. He's got decent uh, bumper form behind AC Milan, who has been slightly disappointed, disappointing, and also beat Port Rush Ted, who went out and won uh, the bumper at Aintree. I, I think he's could be a force to be reckoned with this season, and he's completely unexposed for Ollie Murphy, and I could see him running really big races. Yeah, I agree. He's probably one of the standard setters in the novice hurdling division. So far, mine's another novice hurdler, and it's for Paul Nichols. It's Getaway Trump. In in the owners' group colours. Yeah, easy winner last week at at Exeter on heavy ground. Uh, quite a big field novice that, and there are a few quite interesting types in there. Quite a horse promising that I'm ones. A big fan of. He beat Samarquand. Yeah. Which is a Harry Fry's in it, and yeah, that you see quite a few solid novice hurdlers in there. Uh, remastered went off Evans' favourite, which is one of the uh, brocade racing horses uh, trained by David Pipe. But yeah, getaway Trump only fives, and it looks like he's taken a step forward with every run so far. Not quite sure whether he's at the level of brewing up a storm, but whether there's nice handicaps to be run with him or even moving up into graded races. Yeah. I think he's quite a talented novice. I agree, yes. Right, is that everything? I'm pretty sure that's everything. Uh, we'll be back next week for more, and there'll be a bumper edition next week because we're going to have a slight Christmas break. So we're going to preview... King George, st- Welsh National, Leopardstown, there's everything. Some, there's some big previews coming, so yeah. keep listening. Follow me at, at JamesWatson underscore 98. Uh, on Twitter and you are at LT Racing underscore underscore 
That's it for Turf Talk this week. Speak to you later. See you later.